podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Away in a manger, no crib for a bed. The little Lord Jesus lay down his sweet head. The stars in the bright sky look down where he lay, he lay, he lay, he lay. Welcome to the Leeds That December podcast. Oh, are we doing the opening of the podcast now? Well, I just thought I'd say it, right. see, see how it goes. Well, so we've opened up with a uh, 14-year-old champ. Yeah. Good. I'm not 14 years old. I said 14-year-old chant, not 14-year-old chanter. What's your favourite Leeds United Christmas chant? Um, we did the uh, one at Sunderland, didn't we? Feed the Mackhams, let them know it's Christmas time. That was good. We won that day as well, didn't we? Yeah. Pontus Janssen one won't be happening this year. No, it's, it's Bamford now, isn't it? They've changed it. Oh, they repurposed it already. Yeah. I like the old, uh, gone Christmas shopping. I was going to say that one, because you know you're having a good day if you're singing that. We sang it uh, at one of my first away games, which was Burnley. 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 I always associate that chant with Turf Moor. It was lovely, wasn't it? Two nil down half time. Lens up. Johnny Elson. Boom. Then there's your new favourite. I'm dreaming of a Ben White Christmas. That's wrong. Should be like that though. It's better than what you do. You don't rhyme. I'm dreaming of Ben White this Christmas. Taking leads to the Premier League. Good Lord. It is dreadful. <laughs> no, it's not. Ben told me he loved it. What about this? Gaetano, Gaetano, Gaetano. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but his red cards are so delightful. Everyone's scared of him. him. <laughs> Gaetano, Gaetano, Gaetano. I like that. That was nice. You got a song, James? Hit us up. No, I don't. Come on, James. No, I don't. Can we move on? What was it that Noddy Holder sings? It's leads that. <laughs> so, welcome to the uh, December edition of Leads That, the Christmas one. Do you know how I know it's a Christmas one? Because we've all got Christmas jumpers on. Well, everything's very Christmassy in the studio, kitchen. But um, I've got a Leads That in wooden letters. Wrapped in like Christmas wrap, decorated paper. It was my secret Santa. Says leads that in letters. Says leads that, doesn't it? Well, that's because it's hiding behind a beer can, but yeah. Uh, beer can. It's great. Leads that. That's my colleague Charlotte. Did she make it? From down. So, yeah, we, our secret Santa this year was homemade. So we had to spend less than five pounds. We had to make it ourselves. Yeah, well, that, she's outsourced that for definite. No I chance. Think, <laughs> I think she sat there and wrapped all of the letters in our podcast name leads that. I want to know what you did. <laughs> what was your homemade gift? Well, I can't make anything, so I wrote, I wrote something instead. What did you do? That's making something. Well, like, yeah, that's what I thought. I also... <laughs> did someone else not think that? <laughs> no, they didn't actually. They didn't. What did you write? I wrote a rhyme. Go on then. <laughs> nah, it's not lead related. Don't care, want to wear it? Nah. Can we get a uh, picture of this lead that tweeted out, please, so everyone can see it? Yeah, so everyone can see what it is. And thanks to Charlotte for uh, my secret Santa present, which was actually a present that wasn't awful for once. At Charlotte. Yeah. Cheers, Shaz. 
Right, lads. Let's do a leads that nativity scene. I'm well right. up for this. Right. <laughs> so the idea is that the Leeds United squad current have got to go off and do a nativity play. So we need to give them all roles to play. I like that. Festive that. Good idea. Thanks. Timeless. It's for Christmas. So let's start. James, who are the characters? Who do we need to, who do we need to give positions to? Mary. Who's Mary? Luke Aylin. Why? Long hair. Is that it? Yeah. Yep, done. Not because he's also graceful? Nope. He's a virgin. Is he? Well, Mary was, so I'm assuming. Do we have to have, um, does it have to be players from this current era? I think it plays from the current squad. Okay. Can we make one exception? Yes. I think Paul Connolly as a, you know, previous right back, it could be the donkey. I'll go with that. Luke Aylin riding Paul Connolly, there you go. <laughs> All the way to Bethlehem. And that's how the baby, who's no. baby Jesus? Hang on a minute. Next one. You can't, Joseph. Re- you can't replace baby Jesus, mate. Oh. As, as in, go, 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 Joseph, they know what they say. Good version of the song, that. Well, Joseph. The version of that song. They make it someday. Is that out of um, Technical Dreamcoat? Yes, yes, it's Matthew, you're bang right. So why do we want Joseph? Who's going to be Joseph? Jason Donovan. No, in this one, you're dafty. Lee Mead. Why? Well, it's somebody who Luke Aylin would marry. So, Kyle Bartley. Yeah, in previous years, it would have been Kyle Bartley, wouldn't it? But We can't have him wedded to uh, a West Brom player, can we? No. Who does mm. Luke Ayling love this year, then? Everyone. There's a lot of love in that squad. He spends a lot of time with Barry Douglas, according to the old Instagram. Well, Barry Douglas, then. Because the difficulty in doing it this way is that if we then later decide that we want them for another role, what think, do we do? Switch? I think Barry Douglas is a good shot, because he's been... Um, He's a bit, a, bit, part he's a bit part player this year and Joseph is the, you know, doesn't do anything. He knocks on a few doors and says, and he's told that there's no room at the end and that's it. Yeah, perfect casting. I know that because I played Joseph. Did you? Yeah. Everyone's like, whoa, main part. No, it isn't. Which was your favourite song? Hang about, my little boy's playing Joseph this year. I was buzzing for that and I just told me it's crap. Sorry, Andy. <laughs> I think Joseph's quite an important role. He keeps the morale up, doesn't he? Do you know what? I want him to be a tree now. Whilst he's got a heavily pregnant wife. That he didn't make pregnant. That's, that's exactly a, that's so a he's, big commitment. Exactly. He's an absolute doormat. <laughs> so when my son grows up, congratulations, doormat. son, you're a doormat. Yeah. Who, uh, who impregnated Who's Luke the doormat? <laughs> Who's the doormat of Leeds United? Don't ask that. Who's the next character? Well, we haven't had Joseph yet. Yeah, we have Barry Douglas. Bit We're part, going for Barry bit, Douglas. Bit yeah. part player. Yeah. All right, cool. Barry Narrator is the next one. Narrator. Bielsa. He tells the story. A translator, maybe. Yeah, it's got to be uh, maybe Carlos Cobran. Yes, it has to be a translator, doesn't it? Shepherd. How many shepherds are there? Well, it just says the one here, but we can have a... Let's say two. They the watch for this. Two, they seconds, watch. two seconds before you start. What does it say they do, shepherd? Well, I don't know what the context of this it article says, is, but it says, absolute lad, mad for the bants, sometimes a bit naughty, but really just to cry for attention. Gianni Alioski. <laughs> Matthias Click. Shepherds. Yeah, I think that's a good shout, actually. <laughs> They're meant to watch the flock. They do, they watch it, but they absolutely poo-house them. They watch it by night, but the rest of the day they're doing something else, winding people up. Mad yeah. bant. Mad bant. This casting's going well. Shepherd the ball out of play. Mm. So, wise men and kings, same thing in this. Yeah. How many? Three. Pablo? No. Pablo's not a wise man or a king. Of course he is, but I know how much you wanted him to do it. So and, and with this as well, they've got to pick a gift that isn't frankincense or myrrh. Or gold. Who's, who's our baby Jesus? Yeah, or gold. 
What? We haven't got to baby Jesus. I know, but we need to work out who's our baby Jesus before we know what gifts they're we'll going to bring. Know, him. We'll but what gifts are they going to bring? Well, we'll come back to the gifts if that's helpful, Andy. Thank you. Pablo Hernandez, one king. Calvin Phillips, He's doing king. what? Pa- Calvin Phillips has got to be another king. Yes, shortly. I disagree with Calvin Phillips. I'll go with Pablo. You disagree with Calvin Phillips? Yeah. Pourquoi? That's French for why? Because um, I've got another role in mind for uh, for Calvin. Is he the star? Uh, no. Oh. Go on, then who's your other kings? Patrick Bamford. Is that because he's posh? Yeah, he can afford a really good gift, I reckon. <laughs> It'd be just land or something, wouldn't it? Yeah. He'd suit being a king. And who's the final one? Kiko Casilla. Yeah, I, I agree with that. King Kiko? Yeah. He's got a ring, hasn't it? Kinko. Kinko Casilla. KKC. King Kiko Casilla. Okay, so we've got our kings. We've already said Paul Connolly's a donkey. Yeah. Is that right. the next role? Donkey. First lobster. <laughs> <laughs> what, where have you got this list of nativity characters from, James? It's on the There is no lobster in that stable. <laughs> it's, on the, it's on the independent, so we're going to go with it. Lobster. No. Uh, well, that would be Pablo Hernandez because he's a lobbing he's, star. He's the king. What does the lobster do? Very proud of their role. Thinks that their primary role gives them an omnipotent authority over all the other lobsters present at the birth of Jesus. How many lobsters were there? None. And was there a water tank? No. That's, what, that's how we know there were no lobsters. They're in the middle of the desert. Do you know who the lobster is? Why are we putting a lobster into the nativity? I don't know. Let's move on from the lobster. Maybe the rule is that if it's an animal, then it's got to be a previously united person because you could have somebody with red hair, David Hopkin. Let's change the lobster to a sheep. It makes more sense. And I think our sheep is Liam Cooper. He's the leader. I think it's Jack Harrison. Yeah, that's the opposite of a sheep. Do you know why I think he's a sheep? What, are we doing it for irony? Because he's learned from previous leaders and now he's the leader. That's rubbish, mate. Yeah, it's awful. (laughs) All right, who's your sheep then? I just said. Go on. Jack Harrison. Why? Because he follows. Follows what? Usually the wing. Follows the wing. Does he? Yeah. And follows command. And then follows the trajectory of Pablo's run to put it on his heed. All right. Sorry, Coops, you're not in the play. Captain Fantastic. We don't know how many more roles there are. I do. I'm looking at the thing. There's one more. Jack Clark's got to be a, a shout for sheep. Follow the money. Who's the star then? It's got to be Calvin. Is that the last role? According to this. According to this, yeah. You honestly must have picked the worst article. <laughs> I think I have. Right, what, what other roles have you got lined up? Archangel Gabriel. Well, who, who are we going for star? And we'll go for Gabs. The star, Ben White. Even though he's on loan. Yeah, he's going for a loney. Don't care. Well, it was a lone star in the sky, wasn't it? So there you go. Yeah, Ben White. And they would never have found the way without it, so... Right, go on, here's what we are extra characters then. Archangel Gabriel. Marcelo Bielsa? Nah. Calvin, Calvin Phillips. Why? Because he's a little angel, isn't he? You're not seeing him when he's uh, out and about. He's ripping on you for having extra characters and he wants a lobster included. I know. I like lobsters. I'm used to this though. Yeah. I want Ken Bates to play the ass. But that's Paul Connolly, isn't it? Donkey and ass at the same thing. We can have two asses. Yeah. Well, well there's the donkey, which is the one that transports... Uh, Luke Aylin, and then there's the ass, and that's just somebody who's in the, in the stable being an ass. We've Did not we, got baby Jesus. We ain't got any innkeepers. He, he never listed baby Jesus. Who are we going for, baby Jesus? For me, it's the future of Leeds United, and that's Jamie Shackleton. Agreed, done. We haven't done the presents yet. <sighs> what did the Kings bring as gifts, Paul? For Jamie Shack. Yeah. Boots. What kind of boots? The chemist. 
I think that Pablo Hernandez and Kiko Casilla brought some chorizo and paella. That's a great idea. Patrick Bamford brought a country estate. <laughs> I better know which one he preferred. Chorizo. If he's as hungry as I am now, then it was chorizo. The only problem with that is babies can't eat solid foods for at least six months. Macerated with milk. Spot on. Matador outfit. If there's a lobster, there's probably a bull in that stable. So maybe uh, a matador outfit would work well. We got a cracker of a game. Have we? Yeah. It's a cracker. In fact, I'm calling it, it's a cracker. Who says that? Frank Carson's. Are you playing golf for us? That was Scott Carson. What we're going to do, pull some crackers throughout the December podcast and uh, just intersperse them here and there as we go along. Anything unique about these crackers? Yeah, the special crackers. What's special about them? They have got not just your normal gag, gift, hat. They've also got a Leeds United quote by someone. In fact, actually, it's quite poetic. It's someone of the Leeds United past, present. Now, there's no future, to be fair. And... uh, (laughs) As far as we know. True, some of these could be part of Leeds United future. So, let's get into it. Right, I'm in. James. Hey, you've pulled. James won won it. Let's see what he's got. He's got a gag. Oh. A paperclip. A large paperclip. A blue blue paperclip. You've got a joke. What's the joke? What kind of motorbike does Santa ride? (laughs) Go on. A Holly Davidson. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's people's jobs to sit around and actually come up with these things. We could do it. Yeah, they get paid, unlike us. He was getting rid of people on 12k a year and still paying Paddy Kenny, who couldn't stop a pig in a passage, 20k a week. Right, so who who are they talking about and who said it? Well, they talk about Colin. They must be talking Neil about Warnock. Yeah. What? No. 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 They're not talking about Colin. No. They're talking about Bateson. They're talking about no. Brian McDermott. No, they're talking about... Massimo Cellino? Correct. Okay. Um, so they talk, the, this person was talking about who Cellino was getting rid of, but they were still paying Paddy Kenny a lot of money. Who said it? But this one's a difficult one. It's, I assume this is on the more trickiest end of the spectrum. Well, we'll find out when we do the others. Tom Lees. Stephen Warnock. You think there were disgruntled players saying yeah. this? Yeah. No. Oh. So... I think someone who's had a bit of beef with Paddy Kenny as well, maybe. Or Chilino. Well, the, both of them. The beef bit's right. Well, it's pork, actually. Beef. He was getting rid of people on 12k a year and still paying Paddy Kenny. Michael Brown. Who couldn't stop a pig in a passage. At Michael Brown loved Paddy Kenny. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I'll give you a bit of extra context. The rest of the quote was to do with uh, draining the pool and the tiles cracking. Lucy Ward. Very close. Neil, Neil Redfern. Redfern. Correct. Hey. Do we like it? Yes, yeah, this win. is this is very, very good. <laughs> Come on, Matt. Let's pull. Winners are grinners. I'm not very good at pulling crackers. For the sake of those at home without a video, Andy won. Oh, I've got a, a blue hat. Lovely. Straight on the head. I have won me a... I'll put it on for you, Andy, whilst you're plucking your bits out. Oh, I've won like a, a spinning top. Those are brilliant. A blue one as well. Joke. What do you get if you cross Santa with a duck? 
Christmas quackers. Yes. Nailed it. Matthew was so pleased that he got that. It was a fist pump. Oh, this is a very good quote. You don't choose to play for Leeds United. Leeds United choose you. Again, this might be one that you consider at the hard end of the of, uh, of the scale, but... I felt like saying it in the Scottish accent. I, I remember it being said. Am I right in going down the Scottish line? You don't choose to play nope. for Leeds oh. I want to go with Andy Hughes. No. Nope. It might be a character that you you felt about in a similar vein to that at the time. Oh. David Prutton? No. Nope. You, you're in the right kind of ballpark. Wayne Andrews? Have we interviewed him? No, but I'd love to. Sean Derry. Correct. Yes. <laughs> Me too. Sean, if you're listening. Get in touch. At leaves that. So for this bit, we're going to do a bit of a mid-season review. Is that right? Yeah. Highlights and lowlights, we think him? Yep. Very good, Davis. I'm going to start with my highlight. And I think so far, it's got to be the win against West Brom. Reason being, I don't think it's the best we've played, but it's the most dogged performance I've seen and we we, we sort of clawed a result out of that. And uh, I think looking back at it later on in the season, we'll realise how important it was, I think. And it's it's good that it was earlier in the season because it's exactly the sort of game that if it was in March or April, mm. there'd be so much pressure on it, everybody would be oh, talking God, about yeah. it. Whereas it was a kind of a quiet Tuesday night, run-of-the-mill affair, really, and well, that really helped us. What was your low light? Before we touch on that, before last year, last year we played West Brom on the 1st of March, I think it was, and there was so much pinned on that game. Granted, we absolutely smashed the granny out of them. Well, we'd lost at QPR previous to that as well, haven't we? And it was coming back to Ellen Road and everyone just thought, we're going to get battered here, aren't we? A lot of pressure. Like a fish. But the beauty is that West Brom are by far our closest uh, rival in the league and we're going to have them out of the way by 2nd of January. It's true. They also were the losing playoff semi-finalists last year. So there's a lot of similarities when you look at our seasons. How did you respond to losing that semi-final and where did you go from there? Where did you come from? Where did you go? Yeah, essentially. What's your low light, James? Swansea was really hard to take because we deserved to win that match. But yeah. I don't think my um, low lights come yet. I think... Well, I hope, I hope it has. <laughs> I really hope it has. Playoff semi-final against Star. <laughs> no, I just mean that like... I want a really good low light. <laughs> no, yeah. I d- what I mean by that is that there's been so much in the last few weeks talked about our clean sheet and how well Kiko is performing. And there's obviously this uh, whole racism ch- potential charge that's overlooming. And if that if he does get a big long ban then that will be a severe low point and I think it'll create so much uncertainty so yeah low point is definitely the Swansea game because we should have won that and we didn't we lost it was a smash and grab but this whole impending thing could be messy my highlight was Ailing 2 getting 500,000 views my low light was the blooming Eddie and Ketia <laughs> song getting about 15 despite the fact it's blooming wonderful well you're an idiot it's all about us <laughs> My low light was Charlton because we'd gone down to London. You went I, to London. Me, Matt and I had gone to London and we had a really nice day planned and we had a really nice day, but we had to kind of smile and pretend we're having a nice time despite the fact we'd lost to Charlton. I had a nice time. Well, I did have a nice time, but I'd, I would have been better if we'd be, not lost to blooming Charlton. Highlight for me, Bristol game. First game of the season? Yeah. Oh yeah, you got loose. I got loose, but I... I 
we started where we left off and my worry was that we wouldn't. We scored some beautiful goals. We played some brilliant interchanging football and we won against one of us contenders. And we had a few pints of pure brew. We had a few pints of pure brew. It was also at their place. It was also, like we've touched on, away. It was brilliant. That, it, it, start the season with a bang. We did. Low light, I'm going to fully agree with James. We haven't had it yet. You mean Swansea? Oh, right. I, mean, I mean Swansea. <laughs> okay. Cause, cause it it me, was sickening, wasn't it? Sickening. It was, it was vile. It put them top of the league. It, but that could be a blessing in disguise because that could have been a don't take your foot off the gas. If we'd won that game, we might have gone, oh, well, easy this. Leads that. Peace walking park. Easy. But we didn't. So your low light was a good learning curve. Yeah. And, and if that's my low light, I'm very, very happy with it. Matthew. My highlight was the uh, M25 weekender back-to-back late goals, oh, late yeah. wins against Luton and Reading, because um, both of them put a big smile on my face. And as I said at the time, there's nothing better than a late win away from home. What about the 8-0 aggregate Yorkshire derby? Yeah, that's great. But no, I'm going for, for those two games. My low light, um, well, my, my low light's changed a bit in the last couple of minutes because now it's that pretense in London with Paul when I thought he was having a good time, but he was just pretending. <laughs> but no, actually mine was another trip to London. Millwall away was my uh, oh, yeah. big low light. Millwall away is a horrible place to go at best of times. Weren't they like, they were so close together as well, weren't they? Yeah, we never seemed to, we never seemed to win down there. I thought if we're ever going to beat Millwall away, it's going to be today and it wasn't. So Millwall away is my low light by quite a distance actually. What's everyone's highlights and lowlights of the podcast so far? I mean, it's been our first six months doing this. The whole thing, James. Yeah? What, a lowlight? Oh, well, yeah, actually. No, no, highlight. I think the big highlight for me is all of the interviews that we've done because it's been really good. I've said it before, getting out there and meeting some of the people that we've been uh, uh, talking to around the club, around the community. We had Jermaine Beckford in the kitchen, went and met Lee Hicken right at the start of it to talk about Take Us Home, the Amazon documentary. Spoke to Bryn Law, childhood hero of mine. Uh, we've got some in the pipeline that we haven't even uh, talked about yet. And with the, our most recent one, Hayden Evans, gone down really well online and one of my favourites, I think, of all of them that we've done. Let, let's relate in some kind of festive cheer. He was the agent of Chris Kamara. Why does it lead? And Chris Kamara is, where is he on iTunes now? Top, top, top of the league, just like Leeds United? Probably should be. Let's see what he's got to say about... Chris Kamara having a Christmas single. Chris Kamara, Cammy. Yeah. Now, here's a question for you. Have you heard, uh, have you heard he's got an album coming out? No, I haven't, but I tell you, he's some hey, singer. He's got, a, um, he's got a Christmas single coming out, which I think will go to number one. It's outstanding. I thought it was a joke at first when I heard Cammy's got one. But I was listening to him uh, on the radio. He stood up and sung your song, Milton John, didn't he? He, he um, that, that was when he first signed for Leeds, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he, he's got he's got a fantastic voice, you know. Uh, I mean, the, the joke was that that he could all but bring Mel Sterling to tears singing to him. You know, Mel would get moved <laughs> by Cammy <laughs> singing to him, and uh, and then and then the the classic, the one song I will always remember because it's it's indented in my memory and my wallet. Is that um, for my on my third wedding? <laughs> um, I married a girl from Wales, and the 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 wedding was in um, 
was in London. Cammy was there as one of my guests. Gary was my best man. Bat sent a card saying, uh, which Speedo read, read out, saying, uh, H, so sorry I couldn't be there, but I'll be there for the next one. <laughs> and then Cammy got on the piano. The mother-in-law at the time didn't know I'd been married before and started rip, belting out once, twice, three times a lady. <laughs> and I went, that, other than two of the lads running onto the first dance as sumo wrestlers, that sort of put a mark on that marriage, really, from the first day. <laughs> but yeah, that, that Cammy sang that to me at my wedding. Cammy's funny, isn't he? Going once, twice, three times. His marriage was never going to take off then, was it? <laughs> after, after he's singing it at the start, he's done, isn't he? Unbelievable, Jeff. Unbelievable. Where, where can we catch up with all the podcasts? Is it just on the website? <laughs> Leadsthat.com, all, all providers, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you know, you name it. Go on, James, give us a pull. Oh, it didn't crack. Winner, I've got a comb. Who delivers presents to cats? Santa Paws. Santa Paws. Could also be Santa Claus. Oh, I've got another hat. Yeah, another hat and another quote. What's your toy? Your toy is a comb. It's not really a toy, it's more of a... United comb. Oh, yeah, that's nice. I love the fact somebody's going to be going in the club shop trying to buy... Are we sitting comfortably? These crackers that don't exist. Are we sitting comfortably? Because I've got an essay here. Go on then, Jack and Ari. We want to be top of this league, where we deserve to be and where we probably should be. The gaffer's proud of us and he tells us we've done well. But all we've done is to get near the playoffs and in the playoffs. This is Leeds United. They're not a playoff team in Division 1, are they? This is another tough one. (sighs) Well... By the use of the word Division 1... Also, in the playoffs, is, that, is also... Uh, is this a League 1 quote? Also narrows it down quite significantly. Yeah, it was incorrect use of the phrase Division 1. Oh, so really? Is it League 1? Yes. I'm going to go for the c- captain of the time, Richard Naylor. Wrong. Oh. Was that close? No. Kilkenny. Kilkenny. That's a bit harsh. No, but closer. Bradley Johnson. Nope. Johnny Alson. No, but you're in the right area of the pitch. Michael Doyle. No. Oh, oh, you just wanted Doyle. it to be Michael Doyle. Love Michael Doyle. It's a good quote, though, isn't it? Fabian Delph. No. Oh. Right, okay, by right area of the pitch, I mean sort of right third. You might want to get a bit wider. Seb Carroll. And by wider. Nope. Why is it funny to show us? <laughs> just felt funny. I don't know how good his English is, but Max Gradle. No. Um... Andy Hughes. Snodgrass. No, no. Andy Robinson. Do you want a clue? Alan nope. Thompson. Okay, no. No clues. No clues. I think you'll be really pleased who said this. Is it someone we all like? No clues. Winger. Winger. A winger. A winger. I think... Carl Dickinson. I don't... No. I don't want to be mean to this player, but you might not think of him as an out-and-out winger. Is he a left-back or a right-back? No. And he might not have been a winger. As soon as I give... The only clue I can give you, we'll give it away. Ian Westlake. Correct! Ian Westlake said this. Well done. He was never a winger. Where did he play? Centre mid. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, let's pull another cracker. I'm going to pull mine with Paul. You can't win for top. I've not won one yet. You get that nice little smoky smell, don't you, when it comes off? Another yellow hat. A joke. 
we've got um what does santa suffer from if he gets stuck in a chimney go on claustrophobia brilliant <laughs> We've got a... Because it's a confined space. I've I've got one of them fish. (laughs) You've got one of them fortune teller fish. They're normally normally like red cellophane. This one's blue. That's perfect. Yeah. It's because it's a small space. It says it's... uh, It doesn't like being stuck in a small space. Mine has curled up entirely, which apparently means that I'm passionate. About Leeds United. On whose results he looks for first, Leeds, Leeds Reserves... Leeds Youth Teams, Leeds Permanent Building Society Pub Team, Leeds and Holbeck Pub Team, Leeds Ice Hockey Team, East Leeds Chess Under-19s, South Leeds Over-75s Poker Team, anyone else with Leeds in their name, and Middlesbrough. Come on. Paul Jews? <laughs> well, that was the left field. Is it the Don? No. I I'd wanted to cut off the Anne Middlesbrough bit because I thought he gave it away. Chris Kamara? No. Jonathan Woodgate? Yeah, it was Jonathan Woodgate. And in a... In a, in a That's so annoying. I was going to say that. It, you should have said it. Back uh, yourself. It's true. In a, in a more recent interview, he said... Uh, they asked him if he'd said that. He said, yeah, but I definitely didn't mention East Leeds Chess Under-19s. <laughs> Welcome to another round of Leeds Lists. Do you know that this isn't a very Leeds that thing, but we're actually doing quite well in the fair play table this year. You are? Yeah, we're doing quite well in the fair play table. Where do you think we are out of 24 teams? Did Second. We, didn't we win the award for fair play as well? For the whole of FIFA? Oh yeah, that was um, that was because of everyone except Pontus Janssen letting Aston Villa score last year. What, oh, what's yeah. taken into account for the fair play table? Uh, fouls, yellow cards, red cards, I think. We haven't had that many red or yellows so far. What are you reckoning? Where do you think we are in the league? I reckon maybe fourth. I reckon we're top. I think we're second behind Stoke. We are sixth. Sixth? Yeah, but that's way better than we normally are. We're normally bottom of that league. What if... I don't... uh, Ailing's had a few. Calvin's had a few. Here we go. Here we go. Don't jump the gun. Don't jump the gun. How many yellow cards do you think we've got this year? 11. 21 games. I reckon 14. 35. 28. No. And how many different players have received a yellow card this year? Seven. Eight. Five. Eleven. Oh. So, how many of the eleven players who've received a yellow card so far this season can you name? James. Oh. <laughs> I love this game so much. Six. Oh. Andy, higher or lower than six? I'm always going to at least have a go. I'm going for seven. Okay, Paul, do you want Andy to name his seven or do you want to go for eight or more? Go for eleven, Paul. I'll go for eight. You go for oh. eight. Right. And he advances on eight. Yeah, Andy could go for nine. Well, okay, Andy, do you want to go for nine? I do, but I want to see him fail. I'll go for nine. Oh. Really? Wow. Anyone want to go ten? I'm in. You're going ten? Yeah. I think <laughs> come this, on, Andy. I think you think this is easier than it is. I'm in for ten. All right, anyone going to go for the full lot, 11? No, Andy's in an idiot. Go on, Paul, go on, Paul. <laughs> no, you're not goading me like that. Right, okay, then. Andy, you need to name 10 of the 11 players who've so far received a yellow card for Leeds United in the 2019-2020 season. Go. Luke Ayling. Correct. Ben White. Correct. Liam Cooper. Incorrect. He's (laughs) failed after two. Cooper's not been booked. No, he has not. So we just have to name one to to win it. Tell you what, cut me and you go for nine. (laughs) 
So, no, no, no way. No way. No way. No way. You pulled it. I tell you what, we won't cut you, Andy, but we'll go for it. James can still try and name nine, yeah? Yeah, yeah. All right. Because I, I He's already got two. You've given him two. I think it's and very he knows doable. that Liam Cooper hasn't got one now, so he's, he's at an advantage. You think it's very doable? Yeah. Ke- Although I messed up with Coops. <laughs> Kiko. Yes. Phillips. Yes. He's had six. You're on four now. Five to go. Barry Douglas. Incorrect. Ah. He's hardly played, but I'm sure he got booked. <laughs> no, he didn't. That's enough. So I need one. I could have gone for anyone obvious, <laughs> like Bamford or whoever. I, oh, you're good at this game, aren't you? I think you can get to, to nine. I really do. Click. Yeah. You'll nail this, but I just needed one. No, we keep going because I reckon oh. we've got it. Bamford. Yeah. And Ketchia. Yeah. You reckon Pablo has? I reckon he has. Pablo. Yes. What about. Has he? That was the next one I was thinking. Oh, he's definitely been booked. Yes, he is our second highest. Uh, yeah, he's on uh, rece- recipient of yellow cards. He was at four. risk of the ban. Yeah, he was. Yeah. But he so, missed the deadline. So we're on eight now. You got one more to get. You're the winner. There's three more. You going for a whole eleven? Come on, my lad. I can't remember who's been said. Um, Do you reckon Jamie Shack or Forshaw when they were in? Yeah, Forshaw. Forshaw. Yeah, he's on three, which is incredible given how many games he's yeah. made. He has not played three games this season. <laughs> I remember him missing loads of chances at Wigan away. Um, So I think... We're on nine now, we've got two to go. Yeah, I think there's only two you've got left. Jamie Shack, do you reckon he was, Paul? Shackleton. No. You idiot. You're out then. I've got one (laughs) to win. Let's get the last two. I'm really enjoying it. Go on. I'm going to go very good, Davis. No. He's played like five minutes. Yeah, but he could have got booked. Berardi. No. Oh, that was a very good show. Berardi's not been booked? No. What an absolute <laughs> legend. That's brilliant. He's had a red card. Rescinded, but he's had it. Oh, but that's yeah. brilliant. That's brilliant. Yeah. It's really good. Progression. Yeah. You think how much stick he gets off fans? Get off Google, Paul. Cost- Stuart Dallas. Yes. Costa, is he in there? Stuart or? Dallas. Phillips, Alioski, Ailing, Forshaw, White, Bamford, Click, Dallas, Hernandez, and Ketcher, and Casilla. You could almost make a song out of that, couldn't you? You could make a team. That was another round of Leeds lists where I don't think anybody really triumphed, but we'll be back next time for another Leeds list. James and Matt, pull another cracker. What do reindeer hang on their Christmas trees? Hornaments. <laughs> it's because they have got antlers. It's one of those little plastic jumping frogs. That doesn't jump. And it's yellow. Hot dog. Yeah, it literally doesn't jump, does it? Get a refund from the club shop. I have been proud to work at Leeds United with nice people who have worked at the club with me. If you can survive working with me, you can survive anything. Oh. I thought you had it until the last bit. Beard scratch. I mean, the problem with that is it could be a lot of people. But it's somebody with a bit of humility. I was going to say Lucy Ward. Until you said humility, I was going to say Dennis Wise. No. So I, I was going to say Steve Evans, but it, it won't be him either. So obviously this is a leaving speech. Yeah. David Prutton. Why, why, why would you have to survive working with David Prutton? Because he's got the best hair in football league. Kevin Blackwell? No. You still want no clues. It feels like it must be somebody who left on re- relatively good terms. Uh, I think everyone was uh, pleased that they had left. Colin. Heckingbottom. No, no, no. Hockaday? No. Uwe Rossler? No. Steve Morrison? Wait, he ain't going to have said that, is he? he? No, no. 
all glad that he left. Peter Reed. No. <laughs> Peter Reed. Shall I read it again? I've been proud to work at Leeds United with nice people who have worked at the club with me. If you can survive working with me, you can survive anything. So who would be really difficult to work with? Massimo Cellino. Correct. Oh, yeah. Wow. I remember him saying that, actually, now you mention it. Funny that. Go on, Paul, give us a poll. I should have done it with an accent, but obviously I wasn't tonight. Oh, Paul's the winner. It is, and it's funny because I saw you wrap your hand around the kind of cracker-pulling technique that looked like, like you were pretty confident. Grabbing two-thirds of it. Yeah, but um, I did it with a lefty. I'm not a lefty. So your joke is, who hides in the bakery at Christmas? A mint spy. Bielsa. Nice, nice, nice little uh, nod there, Leeds. When I finish with football, I'll be able to say, I played for Leeds. No one will ask me which division I was in. They will just know it was the biggest club I have played for. Andy Hughes. Incorrect. Oh, that was a great shot. David Prutton. Have we interviewed him? Yeah, Prutton. No, and no, and I'd love to... But I think it'd be a very difficult one to track down. Luciano Becchio. No. So what have you deduced from the quote? League one. It was a limited player. Correct, James. Incorrect, Matthew. Max Gradle. Uh. Incorrect. Johnny Housen. Incorrect. He's trackable anyway. Incorrect. So it's not a limited player? No, I definitely wouldn't have said so. But it's from the League One days. Correct. And they believe it was the biggest club that they ever played for. Robert Snodgrass. No, but that is still true for Robert Snodgrass. Must be someone on their way down. Trezor Candle. Incorrect, James. Correct, Matthew. Michael Doyle. Inc- incorrect. <laughs> who did we have, though, who was like, who'd been really good? Tor Andre Flo. Incorrect. But that'd be brilliant. Alan Thompson. Nope. Malcolm Christie. And when you get this one, no. Blimey, Malcolm Christie played for Leeds. <laughs> <laughs> it's someone like in the Steve Stone uh, mould, but he didn't play for us in League One. Dougie Friedman. No, but you're right, kind of ballpark. Can't imagine it would be Paul Telfer. Oh, and he was a limited player. Yeah. This player was mint. Radistan Kishishev. Correct. That is what Radistan Kishishev said about Leeds. And he also yeah. played for Charlton, so it's a no-brainer of a quote. We're going to have a chat about my favourite wacko thread. And it's not the Sky TV retention thread. It's the... Or the Brexit thread. Is it the uh, Toma thread? Not even that. James? For anyone um, who doesn't go on Wacko, can we explain what it is? Because there might be some people that don't know what it is. It's terrifying. It's the foremost Leeds United internet forum, established 2003. It's been going a long time. Mm-hmm. Back in those days, I was more of a square ball forum kind of guy, but then I was dragged over to Wacko. You know, when you go on settings on the iPhone and it tells you your usage, I would be terrified if it told me my Wacko usage. When Tomo was going on, when... Uh Rad's finally got involved. I lost a lot of time. And GFH, I lost a lot of time. My productivity at work was horrendous. I'm sure lots of Leeds fans can uh, sympathise with that. Now, I know that Matt and I love this thread, but this discussion is also partially instigated by a tweet that the Leeds That Account put out that had quite a response. We got hammered for that. Yeah, and I... Uh, and just a bit. Other, other accounts have said, we're doing well. Everyone's just a bit panicky. Yeah, but what we write isn't going to change the fortunes at club, is it? Do you think these tweetors don't listen to our... Because they never pan us after match day pods when we do tracking wolves. Or when I say that we're definitely getting promoted. Do you know what? Just enjoy it while we're good. Jesus Christ. Topical. Yeah. Mary of Nazareth. It, 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 it gets me because, look, I, I'm a pessimist. I, I think that if I don't go to a game, 
leagues are suddenly going to be worse or better because of it. These things happen. It's called being an idiot, and I'm very au fait with the fact I'm an idiot. However, one person not going to a game or one person saying something does not decide what happens in that season. No matter what the facts are, we're flying and we're good. Anyone dis- disagree? I don't disagree. So we're going to have a little look at the championship table, milestone projections plus stats thread 2019-20, who started by Reckoner, and it's been going a few years now. It has. But uh, don't look, because it might go wrong if you look at it. Well, there's there's two camps. There's two distinct camps. There's stats are there to for a reason, and there's who cares about the stats? It's about winning games and uh, stats are irrelevant. So if you're not a stato, this might not be for you. So Matt, what's your favourite stat on the thread? Oh, I can't pick one. Start me somewhere. Particularly at this time of year. So it's interesting time that we're talking about it because I remember this thread last year when we got to the end of that run of games and we'd just beaten uh, Aston Villa and Blackburn and last minute winners from Kimar Roof. There were a lot of posts on that thread that were along the lines of, we're going to be fine, lads. We've only got to get a certain number of points per game for the rest of the season. And, you know, based on our previous form, that's going to be a walk in the park. And then the Leeds, that thing happened. We were also about 11 points from Sheffield United, who were in third at that point as well. We no, were. If you look at the, the way the team are playing, the results we're getting, it's very different. We're a lot better this season. We're a lot better equipped. Yeah, a lot of people are saying that. There's loads of ways of looking at it. Loads, 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 loads. The but right way, the wrong way. And I'm right. Always. You're always right, mate. Correct. But one of the ways of looking at it is that our current run of form, so when you, if you follow the Tracking Wolves on the match day pods, we're ahead of the game at the moment. What's unknown is our forthcoming results. We'll but we are Wolves, aren't we? We're ahead of our game from last year. Oh, sorry. However... We, after this point last year, the next few games were victory. So we know that to keep up with ourselves last year, we've got to win several quite tricky fixtures in the forthcoming weeks. It's a bit like playing a, um, a ghost mode on Colin McRae Rally on PS1. Or Daytona USA. Where you're following the track from your previous lap. It's very like computer gaming. I said this before, it's like we've uh, we had a continue at the end of last season and we've gone through the easy level again and we're back to that stage where it went a bit wrong last year and now we've got to do better than we did. Waco user King Karg has uh, posted a projected league table where you multiply every team's best form during the season thus far over 10 games with their number of remaining games. The reason that they've done that is because the discussion so far is about whether 90 points will be enough for automatic promotion this season. Because obviously ourselves and West Brom have got far less points to go to get to 90 than the rest. Um, and, And in doing so, if you replicate any team's best form across uh, across 10 games for the rest of the season, Nottingham Forest would be third in 89 points, but ourselves and West Brom would be up to 111 points, saying if any team's able to replicate their best form so far for 10 games across the remaining 24 games, the best they're going to get to is 89 points. So that's how good we are, that we're flying, essentially. The stats this year show that we, and, and again, the, the disappointing thing, which stats don't really show is the points we lost were disgusting yeah we should we should have won you know one stat that is 
not talked about enough for me. It gets a little bit of love on Twitter. Well, no, it's not going to be XG because that gets talked about too much. I ain't got a bloody clue what that means. Neither does Matthew. What 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 I love is it's still a load of rubbish. We're the best team defensively in the top five leagues in Europe, and then the and all of the English leagues exactly. And we never talk about our defense. No, we never do. We ever, never do ever. Well, you, to be fair, you've talked about Ben White quite a lot. I've never heard him talk about Ben White. Have you not? Ben who? Who? Ben who? Yeah, he's doing very well, but I also talk about him in, not for his defensive capabilities, but for the way he plays the ball and handles the ball and wants to move forward. How about a be a free kick? Technically, if you, if, well, come on, guys. Let, let, we're trying to be serious here. If you hark back to Matthew's... First time uh, for everything, Andy. If you, if you look back to Matthew's game earlier in the Leeds list, Liam Cooper hasn't, and Berardi haven't had a booking this season. That's frightening. We're defending so well, and even from the front, we're defending. I think that's probably why your players like Bam Bam Bamford and Alioski have got a few bookings because they're tracking back more, they're doing more work. But it's all about the possession, isn't it? Because if you if you've got the ball, you don't need to defend possession and position. Because where we're retaining the ball and recycling it, I remember when we first did this whole Bielsa ball thing. One thing we spoke about, Matthew, was what is recycling the ball? How do you recycle a phase of play? I still don't know. We do because look at Bamford, um, for example, the whole game the other night, he was so far chasing down the keeper towards them playing out. There were two players either side of him and the keeper had nowhere to play it, so played it out. And that's recycling, is it? Yeah. We've given the ball away. We're retaining it by forcing How the How can error. you give the ball away and retain it? We've lost the ball. Right. Yeah. So we're not retained it. But the next phase of play... We retain it. We're retaining it. Do you mean regain By putting it? the pressure on. I remember before uh, Bielsa came to Leeds, there was a lot of theories about him. Uh, and people were saying that his teams were deliberately putting the ball out of play higher up the field um, to then try and win it back off, uh, a, you know, their... Opponents. Yeah, exactly. Their opponents in their, in their own defensive third with the ball. We are um, good at throw-ins now. We are very good at just winning the ball back high up the field and not just in defence. So our defence is better because we defend f- across all 11 players. Yeah. I think uh, in last season, a lot of people said, I love this. It's really good to watch. I'd quite happily take this. I want to win the league, but not get promoted because I want to stay in this league, Premier League, blah, 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 blah. And uh, we got that, didn't we? Even better than that. We're better now, aren't we? The thing on... Uh, points that you mentioned Paul as well and results across the season I think I've mentioned it before in one of the match day pods but the average draws and losses um, from teams that have been automatically promoted in the last five seasons they've had 10.8 draws or 8.2 losses and you think where are we now what's our losses are looking uh, we've drawn four and lost three I also think Paul when you say that and oh, we'd love to stay in this league and win some games and do this and that. The team that we're most like of throwing it at it is Sheffield United. And they've got up with a similarish squad. They've, they've hemorrhaged some money on some absolute doggers. But they've done well. Are they sitting, today's the 14th of December, are they sitting mid-table in Premier League? You think we're don't most know, like... never look at that table. You think we're most like Sheffield United? Are the teams that have gone up, yeah? Because yeah, then well, that's fair. Other teams have gone up. I definitely do, and I think we'd we'd act like that and play like that. We've got I, a lot of advantages if we go up. Well, that's what I mean. I think we're a better team than Sheffield United too. We're a better club as well. Yeah, fan base. Yeah, 
everything, manager. everything like that. I think we attract better players. So where they've better hemorrhaged song. money, where they've hemorrhaged money, we like spend well. Like a greasy chip, buddy. Better stadium, better, better county, manager, better history, trophy cabinet, better badge, better nickname, colours. I, just, I don't even know why you're comparing us to Sheffield United. <laughs> Are the teams that went up, I'm comparing us. Because, We're incomparable. Because they play a similar brand of bring it on, who cares, let's let's stick to our guns. Yeah, they don't have Jack Grealish. Correct. Anyway, let's not talk about Sheffield United because they were the reason that this thread went all so badly wrong last year. But this is also my point where Paul's then gone on and said um, that we'd do all right. We're, we're doing well playing good football and the championship is still winning. Don't want to go up. Didn't say I don't want to go up. I said people, that was something people had said. And I'm saying poppycock. Copypock. Poppycock. Oh, what? Yeah. That we could go up, play a decent brand of football and compete. I think we would be like Wolverhampton Wanderers and get into Europe. Wolverhampton Wanderers. I think this one might come from LUFC data. It looks like they kind of tweet, but it said, Marcel Bielsa has now won as many at Skybet Champ games in charge of hashtag leads as Gary Monk, Thomas Christensen and Paul Hakenbottom combined in 25 games less. 92 games, 39 wins for the rest of them. 67 games, 39 wins for Mr. Bielsa. With a similar squad. Speaking of Marcelo Bielsa versus other managers, there's another post on that thread from Ajax Whites, who has put a graph of Leeds United's league position since 2000, 2001 up to the present day. And you can see that we're up and down and up and down and up and down all over the table. It's like an earthquake. Like a hoa's Since Marcelo Bielsa came in. Seismograph. I haven't really been out of the top four, five, six places. Just totally stabilised. It came in straight away and we've just been a top, you know, top of the table team for two years. And he did it instantly. That's, can we, can we tweet that? Can we screenshot that and tweet that please? Yep. Because that's beautiful. Well, I'll tell you what was frightening. Before, a couple of years ago, there were seven years in a row in the championship where we finished within six points of, of one another in the sort of 15th to 13th kind of range. We were frighteningly, accurately shocking. Consistently mediocre. James, do you get the impression that our fans feel like winning as champions or certainly being promoted automatically, that you have to win like pretty much nearly all your games? Because when, when we lose or we draw, we do go into meltdown a bit, don't we? I think it's just because we've been burnt so many times yeah. that you, there's always going to be one game, which is the one that meant that you lost out. Yeah. So any game we lose, could, go, could we could look back on it have been that one. The one that sticks out in my mind is QPR away last season. We lost that yeah. game and everybody was so miserable afterwards. And I actually thought, well, you know, we're going to lose some games. We've still got a really good chance of going yeah. up. Um, obviously, they, they were right. The one that sticks out for me is first season back in the champ when we finished seventh, I believe. Yeah. We did. And we went to Palace away. And it was the hottest day known to man. I think it was recorded as the hottest day ever. And Snodgrass just could not be arsed running up that flank. And we lost that game. I think, I'm pretty sure Neil Dan's got sent off after three minutes. They scored. They yeah. won one nil, And we, we missed out on the playoffs by a point. And we two. drank beer outside Sellers Park on the street. But that season, we'd have gone up with the momentum and the tra- trajectory and the squad we had. Well, this goes and a little bit back to Bielsa because if you that look squad's at that, fit. But look at oh, that squad mate, as well. They are fit. But but look at that squad as well that nearly went that season. We'd have kept Gradle. We'd have kept Housen. We'd have kept Johnson and gone, hadn't he? No. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Johnson. Oh, no, he gone. didn't. 
would have kept Johnson, would have kept Becchio, would have gone to the Premier League with a really frightening team. And we didn't. Would have had I mean, Andy O'Brien in the back is pretty uh, frightening. Was Schmeichel there too? Just yeah. link that back to this stats thread for me, mate. The whole link is blowing out of gas towards the end of the season and Leeds fans expecting victories. Look, so going back to uh, King Carg on the Wacko thread, he's working on this very pretty Excel spreadsheet, which it shows... It's pretty. It, it's colour-coded and shows you how many points per game each team needs to get to a certain points total. So if you look at the bottom of the table, where Barnsley, Wigan and Stoke are... A lot of red in there as well. They cannot get the highest points that Barnsley at the bottom of the table could get to 88 points and they would need three points per game for the rest of the season. That's horrible. So according to King Carg, Barnsley could still win the league. Mathematically. Well, according well yeah, to but they'd life. have to win every Which, single game and other teams would have to go on yeah. losing runs. Whereas Leeds, Which is fair. Leeds United, in order to get to the same total, 88, 1.68 points per game. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and only Leeds and West Brom... So the green, basically, the green numbers here mean that that is less than your current points per game. This has got collapse written all over it, <laughs> hasn't it? So to get to 95 points, which is as far as the graph goes, 1.96 points per game we need, and that's less than our current points per game. And we're, you know we're at 2.2, aren't we? And if you, but then if you look at Forest in third, they need 2.35 points per game to get to the same total, and that's, that's higher than their current points per game. And we got hammered for sending a tweet out saying we might be okay. The problem is, though, Andy, that this table, graph, spreadsheet looked very similar to this last season. So yeah. that's why everybody's ultra Look, cautious. Yeah, I, I know we're called leads that. That's what we do. We talk about things that go horribly, horribly wrong. But we're good. I still en- enjoy it. I still think leads that goes both ways as well because you look at us when we went up against Bristol. We were down to 10 men. There's yeah. no way we're winning that game. And we did a Leeds that. It's football in general. It swings both ways, doesn't it? And it's our it's our turn and our time for it to swing the other way, I believe. Just a little shout out to Andy. Whoa, whoa. Forrester in third after 21 games. And you, you said when we played them, because I didn't see it, I thought they were pretty poor. And they stole a point off us. But you said, I think Forrester will be up there this season. Yeah, they played very well. I, 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 but having said that, Paul... I also said the other team I think have given us the best game this season are Barnsley, where are they? Barnsley are bottom and if you look at another... That's a Yorkshire derby and that's always going to be different. They were bloody brilliant that day. They were good. If you look at another post on the on the thread, they keep track of who we've played, who we've beaten, who we've lost against and where they are in the table. Oh yeah, this is the one at, you needed to explain to me. <laughs> if you look at um, 18th, which is Reading, down to the bottom, we've played six of those seven teams away from home already and beating them all. Wowzers. The only team that we've played in that group at home so far is Middlesbrough. So we've got all of them to come to Welland Road. And if you think about how difficult it is when you get to the end of the season going away to these clubs that are scrapping for relegation, we've already beaten them all. They're coming to Welland Road. So there's lots to be happy about. And the flip of that is that some people on that thread are going, oh my God, we've got all these top teams to go away to. It's like... But yeah. what? But then when you look at the the rest of the table and who they've got to come up against, they've got to, you know like West Brom have got a rough ride. Well, at the end of the day, what everyone says is that we're, we're about at the stage where everybody's got to play each other again. Yeah, everyone's got to play each other again. Do you mean the halfway mark? Yeah, the halfway mark. Do you want to bring it on? Bring it on. 
You're looking forward to the second half of the season? Yeah, I really am. If we want to, if we want to sound a note of caution, which we don't, but let's do it anyway. There's a there's a danger zone in this little table. Don't say it's Easter. <laughs> no, it's of clubs. <laughs> Bank holiday weekend. It's mid-table clubs away. So we've still got to go to away to Cardiff, Blackburn, Swansea, QPR, Hull, Birmingham, Derby and Brentford. All of those are clubs that in the past have caused us a bit of trouble away from home. Hull's a worry. Cardiff's a worry. Brentford's a worry. We never win there. Pontus, he'll do us a favour. But that's the thing, isn't it? It's, that's where we need to change the mentality of, you know title winning teams or automatic promotions they go there and they win these games and and last year happened for a reason the fans are really cautious about letting things run away with them the players are definitely cautious so you know they can do it if they put their minds to it they've got the ability to and at the end of the day I love this stats Fred I love numbers a lot of people do however I can see why what it boils down to is win your next game um, I've got another stat go on lead stat so our record against the top eight teams in the league, two points per game. We're like everyone else, aren't we? We play better against better. Uh, well, no, because our bottom eight is 2.63 points per game. That's what I just said, isn't it? It's the mid-table that, that's our poorest, uh, 1.86 points per game, which is still not bad. Fulham, who are a team that people think that we've uh, got you know, a bit of a rivalry with this season, their record against the top eight, bearing in mind ours is two points per game, theirs is 0.4 points per game. Matthew. Oh, well, well, we And well. Uh, later this month, they've got a very um, important game against somebody in the top eight. Craven Cottage. Yeah. Depending on when you listen. <laughs> we always struggle there, don't we? No. Oh, blimey. I did see us win 3-0 there. That was a good night. Sam Byron. Sam Byron, back post. Sal Bamba, back post. And... I've seen, I think I've seen us win 3-0 there, lose 3-0 I mean. there. The Tom Kearney... Last minute goal. I can't remember when that was, but it was awful. The thing is with Fulham is they haven't come up against the best defence in the league, have they? Nope. Oh, James. Uh, fact checking you, Andy. It was Mirko Antonucci. So what we'll do is these charts are really good um, and we'll post them on the Leeds That website. If you just search for December, it should come up with the uh, this podcast and you'll be able to see them in there. Right, all these stats are all grand and good, but let's focus on what's going on right now. Let's keep plugging on. Let's keep doing well. Paul. Gives another cracker. What a cracking game this is. Andy and Matt, go on, you pull another one. Come on, Matt. Oh, Matt's a winner! Matt's won! And I've lost my quote. I'll come back to that in a minute. Matt looks very happy. Oh. Is that a calendar? I've got the Leeds United Mystery Calculator. I love a Mystery Calculator. Puzzle game. What's a Mystery Calculator? Mystery Calculator. It's basically you pick a number and then I can work out which number you're thinking about using the mystery calculator. 23. Yeah, but you don't tell me. 23. You don't tell me what number it is. Let's have this quote, Matt. Okay, so the quote is, I am not a quitter, I am a fighter, he said after the defeat. I feel as though, not just myself, but the team at the moment, things just aren't going our way. Around the room, there's reflective looks. It's a moaner. It's It's of the... Dennis Wise, Kevin Blackwell, mould. Sounds like a bitch. Warnock's a moaner, isn't he? Mm. It's none of them. Oh, Jesus, it's a legend, isn't it? No, but it, you're right, it's, it's a moanager. Oh. Gary Monk. Oh, no, he's far worse than that. Sounds like that Woodgate quote, doesn't it? The table's lying. They say it doesn't lie, but it's lying. Brian McDermott. No. Paul Heckingbottom. No. 
Thomas Christensen. No. Dave Ockerday. Correct. Whingy bitch. Yeah, we should have got that. We've had some rubbish managers. Oh, we did get it. Andy got it. Yeah, we should have got it earlier, I meant. <laughs> Do you know what I read the other day? I'm going to live my life by. Winners have a plan. Losers only have excuses. I thought winners were grinners. Well, they are, but losers are bitches, aren't they? Paul, shall I pull one with you? I would love to pull yours. I'll pull yours. Oh. James won. What have you got, mate? What have you got? Smell of crackers. It's lovely, isn't it? Yellow hat. Who is Santa's favourite singer? Mariah Christmas. Chris Kamara. It's not Chris Kamara. Good guess. At Cammy. Elvis Presley. Got a nice little it's because ring it's in this little ring. It's because they think he's an elf. That's it. No, no, it isn't. And Elvis was the king. Don't be elfish. The most significant thing in football is the love people have for their club and the identification of many around something which allows them to gather together and express themselves. Marcelo Bielsa. Correct. And Marcelo Bielsa, when you're looking for Marcelo Bielsa quotes... It's such a quotable gentleman, but you can't hide a Marcelo Bielsa quote. Oh. Because he's the most articulate man we've ever had within our football club, even though if he speaks... You, if you speak Spanish. Well, actually, contrast that with the one that we've just had. We basically said that that quote could have been any manager we've had for the last 20 years other than Marcelo Bielsa, and that one could only have been Marcelo Bielsa. And in Matt. Gone from another lefty. Go Tactics on. are all wrong. Go on, Matt, grab two-thirds of it. Yeah, it. He pulled the old bloody thing then. <laughs> He's yanked my chain. Cheaters well, are beaters, I don't know. Oh, yellow yellow hat. hat. All hats may not be yellow. What do you call Father Christmas on the beach? Santa Burn. Santa? Dave. What's the answer? Sandy Claus. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's obvious. That's so annoying. What prize do you get? Um, Mustache. In a rush? Yeah. In my last year at Leeds, I became a right idiot. Someone who wasn't me. I've become a real renter quote. Never out of the papers. Morrison. What? Never out of the papers? It's a manager. See, in my last year at Leeds, I became a right idiot. I mean, that does not narrow it down, <laughs> no, does it? not at all. David O'Leary. It was David O'Leary. Yeah. Ooh. He, he did say some dumb stuff in his last year, be fair, didn't he? He, he was kind of the man, last one standing on a sinking ship. Releasing a book called uh, Leeds United on Trial wasn't the cleverest thing, was it? Who's pulling the last cracker? I'll pull it with Matthew. Yeah, go on. You too. <laughs> it went over there. What did the quote? Yeah. Oh, another yellow hat. You got and a blue... Why is there no blue hats in this? There was. Ah, oh, Matthew's got a blue pencil sharpener. Got a pencil sharpener in oh, yeah. the shape of a Leeds United badge. It's a... Yeah. Leeds United, you guys have absolutely crushed these crackers this year. Why did Santa's helper see the doctor? Who quoted It didn't that? feel him elf. He <laughs> didn't feel his elf. Why would he touch up his elf? You're weird. It's good, but it's not right. Ah, he was in poor elf. Nope, he had low elf esteem. Uh, let's have that quote. This one's right out of the top drawer of difficult quotes as well. Is it? Oh, this is interesting. It's lucky. And after I scored, it was a celebration for him. It was not about other things. It was about his mustache. Gianni Alioski, Gianni Alioski, I love you. Yeah, because taken out of context, and in a few years' time, you'd be like, uh, maybe. That's the end of my crackers. It was really good. Thanks, Paul. Good research. Great game, that, Paul. Feel very festive. Cracking game, that, Paul.
That's it for another monthly edition of the Leads That Podcast. If you're listening to this before Christmas, well done to Andy on the edit getting out before Christmas. Uh, if you listen to it after Christmas, I hope you had a good festive period. In the meantime, check out our other podcasts at leadsthat.com. There are interviews, there are match day podcasts, there are other monthly podcasts. Check out the prize draw at leadsthat.com and we will be back with many more interviews, match day pods and monthly podcasts in the second half of the season. Merry Christmas! Podcast Network.